Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater, and I'm coming at you guys with a special peak week episode. So what that means, if you guys don't know, is I am officially one week out from my fitness competition. So today I really just want to talk to you guys about how this prep has gone, do a little recap and reflect on the last six months. So I want to share with you guys what I learned, some differences between this prep versus back when I was competing in 2016 and 17, because there are some really big differences in terms of who I am, where I'm at in my life, mentally, physically, emotionally, the diet, the training, the lifestyle, the duration of the prep, a ton of differences. Even the the division that I'm competing in is different. And of course, I'm going to do a show recap, but I wanted to reflect prior to the show just because you never know what's going to go down on show day. And I wanted to be very unbiased and very much speak from my heart, which I always do anyways. So before we get into it, I do want to say a big thank you to all of my supporters. I have had several people specifically supporting and helping me every step of the way, and you definitely know who you are. And I just want to say a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. So I mean, the the biggest difference, I guess let's start there, from this prep back to 2016-17, the last two times I stepped on stage. And this was this was one of my big goals coming into this show this year is I truly feel 100% confident with what I'm bringing to the stage. Now, is it enough to win? You never know what's going to happen on show day. You never know who's going to show up. You, you just, you never know. But unlike both previous shows, I just, I never felt totally confident with what I was bringing. And I know that part of that was a limiting belief. And part of that was my mindset back then. But it was also the fact that my conditioning wasn't where I felt like it should be even right up to like the minute before I stepped on stage. Like I was constantly questioning, was I good enough to stand beside these other girls? And yes, of course, we're always going to have that little like voice in our head when you're competing and literally standing against someone getting your bodies compared. But I still, I just never really felt fully ready back in 2016 and in 2017 whereas like i know like when i step on stage i am going to be 100% confident in what i am bringing and i will know that there was nothing i could have done differently or or better and that is that is such a good feeling that was probably like my biggest goal and what i was working towards was to go into this show feeling totally ready. And I can say that I have 100% confidently achieved that. So that that is definitely the biggest, biggest difference. But I mean, even when it comes to my, my mentality and the physiological aspect as well, I remember my first show, I started prepping like 2015, like end of 2015. 
And I was so young and I didn't know nearly what I knew now, which I mean, sometimes that can be a good thing. Sometimes it can work against you when you have so much information in the, in the industry and in the, in the sport. But I just felt like I was a little baby. I had no idea what I was doing, really. I was just following along. And, and I did, honestly, looking back, like I did pretty good for being like 20 or 21 or however old I was back then. And I just, I really had no strategy. I just kind of was winging it, honestly. <laughs> and I was very hungry. I didn't have any control over my mind back then either. Like I was still a pretty negative person and I glorified that. And I would constantly tell myself I didn't look good enough. And I didn't know any better. I really didn't back then. And every day I complained about being hungry because I was. <laughs> and even, yeah, like, when I when I hit the stage in 2016, I placed second in my class, which for my first show, I was really impressed with and really happy with then. But it definitely inflated my ego. And when I competed the next year at the provincial show, I went into that show with like a stronger mindset, but also a bigger ego. I was like, oh yeah, like I'm going to kill this. Like I'm going to win. And I literally placed you guys like second last, like second last. There was like, I don't know, 20 girls there. And I was like 19th. Like I, and the girl who placed last, like was, yeah, like it was, (laughs) anyways, it, it took a big hit to my ego. And obviously I took six years off (laughs) because I did not want to do that again. It sucks. It's embarrassing when you show up and you, you don't place well. And yes, you should show up and just compete against yourself. But I also went into that show like knowing that I was not ready to step on stage and I did it anyways and I shouldn't have. So I made a promise to myself that like I would not get back on stage unless I was like truly confident in what I was bringing and knew that I was bringing my best. And it took me six years to build the physique that I thought when I peeled away all my fat would be my absolute best. Now, of course, I know that I still have areas I need to work on. I'm looking forward to getting some of the judges' feedback. Like, I know that I need to work on my upper glutes. I know that. I know that my upper body is still a little bit probably too dominant for wellness, which is the division I'm doing, whereas I I did figure previously, which is a more upper body dominant division. And like, I personally feel that my quads also need more size. We'll see what the judges say, but like that, if I'm just kind of foreshadowing the feedback that I'm going to think I'm going to get, it's probably going to be more upper glute, fullness, bigger quad development. I don't know if they will tell me to downsize my upper body. I really don't think so. I think it's going to be just like improve the lower body in a way that makes it look more dominant. My waist is very small. That's always been a strength of mine genetically. And again, wellness is is a different division than what I used to do, but they might tell me I still need to improve my conditioning. That's a pretty common piece of feedback that the judges will give, but we'll see. We'll see because you don't actually hypothetically need to be as lean for wellness as you arguably do for figure. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of feedback comes back, but that is what I am guessing the judges will say. So we will see. Regardless, I feel really good going into this show. My mindset, I took a long time to really prep my mindset for this prep because I know that 
nutrition has previously been the biggest struggle for me. Like you guys know, I used to be a binge eater. It used to be severe. Most of that was even prior to competing. It came back between my shows in 2016, 2017, even 2018, a little bit in 2019. And then I've really gotten a handle on it since 2019. But nutrition, like a lot of you will will relate to, is usually the most challenging part of fitness for most people. And I have to say, again, a huge difference with this prep. Nutrition was hands down a fucking walk in the park. It was a walk in the park. And I would never lie to you guys. I would never make that up to like make myself look good. I swear to you guys, the nutrition, the diet for my prep this year was easy. I could keep doing it for the rest of my life. That is how it is. Now, how much of that is my mindset and my brain convincing myself that it's easy? I don't really know, but I don't really care because it's working to my advantage. Of course, do I want to be eating more food? Yes. <laughs> do I would I like a little more variety? Yes, but I love everything on my nutrition plan right now. I love the food that I'm eating. Every, like I'm not lying to you guys, every single meal that I have eaten during this prep has completely satisfied me. I had one day, one day out of 18 and a half weeks that I was arguably very, very hungry. And I did have to talk myself like out of wanting to eat additional food. But one day out of all of those days, I would say is a massive win. So I am very proud of myself for absolutely killing the nutrition, like perfection. It couldn't have been more perfect. I killed it. The training, surprisingly enough, like was probably more challenging than my last couple preps. I think, again, a lot of that though comes down to the lifestyle and the responsibility that I have now. When I prepped for my first show, I was a university student. When I prepped for my second show, I did live in Fort Mac. I'd basically just, it was the first year I lived in Fort Mac. I had like a job, but that was it. (laughs) Whereas now, obviously, like I run my own business. I have two teams that work under me. I have like close to 100 clients that I'm taking care of. I have, I'm actually prepping my very first ever prep client for the same show that I'm competing in. I have a partner. We have kids. Like (laughs) there's, there's way more responsibility on my plate. So I think it's more so just doing cardio and training every single day when you're just like have one job and it's just you and you're single or when you're in university is not so much of a time commitment compared to when you have all of this other stuff on the go, right? So the training was, I wouldn't say it was like a huge challenge, but it was definitely more challenging than the nutrition. Just because I actually like you guys, I like training four times per week and I've been training five times per week for my show, like most competition athletes do. But I I much prefer to train four times per week. I find like my workouts are a little bit stronger, a little bit better in general. They take me a little longer, sure, but I just I just like it better. And it allows me a lot more time to focus on my business and focus on my clients and focus on like the company that I'm growing. However, for this prep, like I wanted to go all in, I wanted to do everything perfectly. So I have been training five times per week. And even since my injury, which I've talked about on the podcast before, that I got injured two years ago, I had to take six months off training, definitely took a big hit to like myself. And I still, you guys, two years over two years later, I don't recover the same. I used to pretty much be unstoppable in the gym. Like I could train and train and train and train and train and I would recover hard, but like nothing really like impacted me that much. 
And now I, I just, I don't recover the same way that I used to physically. Um, so training five times per week has been really, really hard on my body. And I've really had to like make sure I'm taking care of my previous injury properly. So that would definitely be another difference. However, my strength in my training stayed very high right up until about four weeks out which was not the case in either of my other preps. I felt like it, my strength kind of slowly diminished like every week of my previous preps. Whereas honestly, like I was lifting almost like not like a one rep max, but like 12 rep PRs right up until about four weeks out. And then I took a massive dive, like a massive hit. <laughs> but yeah, even though like my fatigue was quite high as well, my strength in my training maintained very well. So I was, that was something I was, I was not expecting. And then, I mean, emotionally, it was a pretty good prep as well. I had a brutal week when I got sick. That was like the hardest thing. Cause again, you guys know, I went into this prep wanting to be perfect, wanting to like leave no stone unturned as I like to say it. And I ended up getting sick. I ended up having to take a full week off of like my weight training. I still did like light intensity cardio. I still nailed my diet, but I had to take a full week off of the gym and my body had like a weird response to being sick. And I was very puffy. I was very bloated. I looked like shit. Like I just, my body looked like shit and it mentally got in my head. I felt like, I forgot how many weeks out I was exactly. I think it was about 10 weeks out, but it felt like I was beyond square one, like way felt like everything I'd worked for was gone. And it was a hurdle for sure. And part of me wanted to give up. And it's not so much that I wanted to give up, but just the fact that I I really didn't think I'd be ready. I was seriously considering pushing the show, meaning like waiting another five weeks to kind of compete at the at the next show because I I really didn't think I would be ready. But I just put blinders on. I stuck to the plan. I kept doing what I knew I needed to do. And yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster. And when you're in prep, you're like, you're so hyper aware of everything because you're looking at your body every day, you're posing every day. Everything is so routine and so like specific that all of these little variables are so easy to see. Like when your body's holding water, you can see it. When your body changes, you can see it. And that's another thing that I've been really talking to my clients about a lot is like how normal it is. And I, I think most people don't actually know this, but like your body is very volatile. Like it changes a lot. And there's probably days where you go and you don't even really look at your body in the mirror, right? But there's going to be days where you hold more water. There's going to be days where your weight spikes. There's going to be days where your weight drops. And it has there's so many reasons why that happens from sodium levels to training, to recovery, to sleep, to your hormones. And most people just think, oh my God, my weight went up. I'm doing something wrong. But you guys, it is, it is so, so normal to have fluctuations. And I know like being sick, that's definitely, definitely an obstacle. Um, and your body will generally feel bloated. It'll generally feel flat or puffy even. And it's normal. It doesn't mean that your results are gone. It doesn't mean that everything you've worked for is gone. And I know because I just lived through it. I know in that moment, that's what it feels like. But you guys, you got to keep sticking to the process. You got to trust your coach because what you can achieve with the proper strategy is amazing, right? And again, having just lived it, that's one of the biggest takeaways that I that I've been able to really share with my with my clients is if I can freaking stick to a prep diet perfectly, like 100% nail everything, so can you guys. Or you guys can do 
something else. But whatever you do, raise the expectation of what you think you can actually achieve. Because I guarantee you, it's it's more than you think you can. And so many people are afraid to fail. They won't even try. You won't even try to stick to your plan 100% because you don't actually think you can do it. And I'm telling you guys that you can. Now, I know that competition prep is not for most people and I would not suggest it for most people because it is a very extreme way to live. But if I can do this, if I can prep and go on a trip to California, if I can do this and help raise two kids, if I can do this and run my business and also coach a hundred, close to a hundred clients, like you guys can absolutely stick to your meal plan and lose some weight. It's not complicated. It just comes down to having the mindset that you're going to do what you say you're going to do and then the ability to follow through and execute on it. And on another note, I'm also prepping my first ever competition prep client. So shout out to Rochelle, which is really, really exciting. I just sent her her final peak week protocol a few days ago. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm so excited for you. Like I'm I'm like nervous because this is my first time prepping someone for stage as well. And I'm I'm excited though because I know she's gonna kill it. I know the plan that we have for her is going to work very, very well. And honestly, it's it's so much fun to go through this experience with her because she's been working with me since 2017. She was one of my very first ever clients when I came to Fort Mac. And honestly, she started from the bottom. Like she didn't know how to work out properly. She didn't know how to eat properly. She was eating like no protein. I basically coached her from the the ground up. And she's going to come on the podcast actually next week after the show and talk to you guys about her experience with Cut and Conquer, her experience working with me, all about the show. We're going to just do a full recap and like fill you guys in on absolutely everything that goes down this weekend. So we are both very much looking forward to that. And then another thing worth bringing up for sure is how amazing it is to have your spouse's support when you are in prep. Because not everyone does. I am very fortunate to have my partner's full support. He's literally amazing. And I know, I know I've been driving him nuts the last few weeks because the thing is, the thing is, is that I pretty much live my life kind of like a moderate prep all the time. Like I'm very rigid. I'm very structured the way, like it's not that different for me than how I normally am other than like a little bit more time at the gym and my diet's like a little bit more on point. However, he's never seen me prep before, right? He's never seen me be quite this dialed in. So I know I'm inspiring him obviously, but like this is new for him. And I also, I wouldn't say like I fake it till I make it, but I don't like to let people know when I'm suffering. I also have the belief that like whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. So even if something is hard for me, I tell myself it's easy. Like I don't believe in things being hard. Like I just pretend it's fucking easy because first off, what have I got to lose? If something's hard, it's still going to be hard whether I pretend it's hard or I pretend it's easy. So why not just pretend it's easy and make it that much better for myself, right? So I think sometimes he's like, oh, this is easy for her. And like, (laughs) but he's been super, super amazing, super supportive. You guys know he like cooks a lot of the food. I've actually done a fair amount of cooking this prep because I think the fact that I don't get to eat as much food as I would like to eat, I enjoy actually cooking it because it almost feels like I get to be around it more. (laughs) But he still does the majority of the cooking. 
Um, it's been amazing, really like just having my back with everything. But I know I'm driving him crazy because the last couple of weeks, again, different than my other shows, you guys, which I think this is like a good sign because I am definitely leaner for this show. My body's responding better, but my brain, my brain, you guys, it's off. Like I can't remember shit. Literally, I say something and then I immediately can't remember what I said or someone said something to me. And it just literally goes in my brain and out of my brain. Like it does, I don't think it hits the brain. It just, I just don't hear it. And I'm probably driving him crazy because I'm normally not like that. I'm normally very attentive. I'm normally very like on point with what's going on in my life. And I'm just fucking out of it. Like I just, like nothing stays in my brain. I can't even remember like the most simple things. Half the time I'm off in a different world. Like I don't even know what's going on. So that is definitely a big difference is just like my ability to think clearly has severely increased in the last like three weeks, four weeks. And my fatigue, like physical fatigue, definitely higher in this prep than any other prep, just in terms of how fucking tired I am. Like the fatigue, I can't even describe it. It The best way to describe it is it hurts to exist. Every ounce of movement takes probably a hundred times more effort than I feel like it should. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting used to it now, but I feel like as soon as my diet increases and I'm eating more food, I'm probably going to be shocked with the amount of energy that comes back. Because even when I have a refeed day, I'm like, holy shit, like, is this what life feels like? And that was like one refeed meal, like not even a full refeed day. So <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to be like, wow, how did I, how did I go through my life with this little energy? I don't know. <laughs> But you guys, you can do anything. You can literally do anything. On the note of diet as well. So competition prep diet, some people like to do a more flexible approach. Some people like to do a more structured approach. I'm always like on the more structured end for me personally. Interestingly enough, my first couple shows, I did have... How can I explain it? Like more... I had more food... I think this this prep, I had less food options, but more variety. Okay. Does that make sense? So for example, like I'm still eating red meat. Like I've eaten red meat every single day of this prep. I'm pretty sure every single day. I've had nut butter every single day of this prep, every single day. Those were two things that I did not even have for once, like once in my 16 weeks of my previous preps. It was like all white meat and like my nut butter was cut at, I don't know, 10 weeks out maybe. And I did, I did have more options, but less variety. So I like this a lot better because I love everything that I get to eat, but my diet has been different for sure. And I personally feel like it works. It works better for me the way that it, it is right now. And again, like my hunger has been so, so low, you guys. And I do, I do know that a lot of it is my mindset and the fact that I prepped my mindset for this diet for like a year leading up to it and like told myself every day that I would be satisfied with every meal. Told myself that I like like binge eating was a thing of the past. It's not who I am anymore. And like I've I really feel like I've stepped into it and embraced it. Of course, post-show diet is even more important than the show leading up than the diet leading up to the show. But I have I have zero doubt in my mind that I'm not going to fucking nail it because I've nailed it up to this point and I'm going to keep nailing it. Yeah, I just, I feel much more aligned with my nutrition during this prep. I feel much more aligned with everything during this prep. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle from posing, mobility, running my business, like trying to make time for everyone, trying to make time for everything, trying to coach my clients, trying to coach my team, 
like, yeah, it's a lot training properly, making sure that I'm, I'm giving my all in the gym, giving my all in my cardio. It's a lot, (laughs) but that's what I signed up for. And that's what I keep reminding myself of. Like it is a luxury to get to do this. It is a luxury to get to push my mindset like this, to push my body like this, to push myself emotionally like this. And I'm trying to truly, and I'm not just saying this so that you guys make this so that it sounds all fancy and I can inspire you guys. Like I'm truly trying to like get everything out of this experience that I can, the good, the bad, so that I can use it and I can grow and I can help my clients work through things like this. So yeah, this prep has been absolutely, absolutely amazing. Like there's nothing I would change. I have no regrets. I love, I loved every minute of it, even the more challenging parts. And the only challenging part was really when I got sick. And you guys just don't let your setback become a permanent destination. I know it's easier said than done. Put those blinders on and keep doing the actions. And and yeah, and like if you can push through those hard times, like that's when you need to work the hardest. That's when you need to stay the most focused. And I guarantee you, you will end up at a breakthrough because it's always those hard times that allow you to self-sabotage and spiral down. And if you can just push through them and be strong enough to keep going, you're going to hit the next level. And the next level is the level you haven't been there before because you haven't yet pushed through to get to that breakthrough, right? And as mentioned, like at six weeks out, that was when things really took off for me. And I changed like 10 times more from the six week to four week out mark than I probably ever have in my life. Every single day I was leaning out, every single day new muscles were popping, new veins were popping. Like my physique was changing hourly, honestly, from like six weeks to four weeks. And it's funny because so as I'm recording this, again, it's one, I'm literally seven days out from my show. My weight is 107 right now. I started you guys at 134. And it's funny because a couple of weeks in, like I didn't drop a lot of weight very quickly. And of course, again, weight is definitely not everything in general. And even for show for a competition, like it doesn't fucking matter what you weigh. It does not matter what you weigh at all, especially in my category. If you're doing like men's classic physique, there is a weight class. But for women, it literally doesn't matter how much you weigh. You could weigh 800 pounds. You could weigh eight pounds. All that matters is how your physique looks on stage and how you present it, right? But of course, I'm trying to get to a very low level of body fat percentage for show day. And it's funny because in 2017, I was 108 pounds on show day. Right now I'm 107, which is crazy. I have a fuckload, a fuckload more muscle now than I did then. I was also competing in figure, which you need to be leaner for that division as well. And I'm already a pound lighter than I was back in 2017. So this is this is my leanest physique to date, for sure. And in 2016, I was 99 pounds. I was pretty lean. I was definitely leaner in 2016 than I was in 2017. But I had less muscle in 2016 and way less than I do now. Way, way less. And my weight is like still dropping every day. So it'll be interesting to see what it actually is on, on show day. But we will see. And I mean, honestly, I'm just, I'm just excited. Like going to this show, I am really excited for show day. I'm really excited for the whole experience. I'm going to try like do everything that I can to just absorb everything and get the most out of this experience and really just bring my best and make everyone proud. Like I'm not the type of person who it's funny because a lot of people are like, Oh, like prove your haters wrong. And like, I know I have haters, but like, I, I don't care about proving them wrong. Like, I literally don't care. People are like, oh, when someone says you can't do it, like do it to prove them wrong. Like, 
that's more so my boyfriend. Like he's like that. <laughs> I'm not like that. Like if someone doesn't like me, if someone doesn't support me, I literally doesn't even enter my brain. Like really don't care. But I am, I do like to make people proud. So like when I step on stage, like I want to make my clients proud. Even the podcast listeners who don't tell me you listen because you guys never share the podcast and tag me because I don't, you don't want me to know or whatever. <laughs> I want to make you guys proud because you're still supporting. You're still tuning in. Hopefully you're getting value from the podcast. Like I know I do have a lot of people who look up to me uh, and I I'm, and I want to make them proud. I don't want to just do it for me. Yes, it is for me. And yes, I'm competing against myself, but I don't care about the people who don't like me. I care about the people who do. And like, I truly just want to do my best and showcase what is possible for all of the people who I know look up to me. And I want my boyfriend to be like, so proud of me when he sees me on stage. And I want my clients to be super proud of me. I want Rochelle. Like, I just... I just, yeah, I don't like letting people down. So my my final note for you guys heading into my show weekend, I guess, is don't be afraid to go for big goals. Don't be afraid to set big goals. Don't be afraid to speak into existence like your wildest dreams. And yeah, this is just a regional show, but like that's a big deal to me. Like I'm not going to half-ass something. Like So stop half-assing things. Don't be afraid to go all in. Welcome failure, you guys. And when you do have those wins, like little wins in your life, like be proud of yourself. Like, I think another thing that has allowed me to keep this momentum through my prep is like, I truly am really proud of myself. And I've actually been telling myself that every day. And we are always our own worst critics. And it's always so much easier to tear ourselves down than it is to tear down another person, usually, unless you're a piece of shit. But there's like an actual scientific reason do it. Like when you reward yourself, even just intrinsically by telling yourself like, Hey, good job. You give yourself that dopamine hit, right? So if you're constantly being like, Oh, well, I went to the gym today, but like, I didn't do good enough. You're taking away that dopamine hit. That's going to rewire that circuit to like, want to keep going to the gym because every time you do, you feel good about yourself. Right? So be proud of yourself. And again, the fact that like, I've killed this prep and like, I feel like I, I did the absolute best I can. And, and I know that I didn't cheat myself out of everything. That doesn't make me like perfect. But you guys strive for that same mentality. Like strive for doing your best, whatever you're doing, like do it the best you can. And it's okay if your best isn't 100% every day, but push for it, right? Because if you can gradually improve your best every day, your best 1%, 1%, 1%. In a year, your best is going to be so much beyond what you even thought you were capable of. And maybe you'll even look back on this episode and be like, wow, when I listened to this episode, like I didn't even work out. And now I work out consistently five times a week. And now I'm working on like upping the intensity in whatever I'm doing. So you guys, it's a it's a process, but you got to start and you got to keep challenging yourself and you got to keep pushing for that 1% better. So shout out to all the supporters. I appreciate you guys. I am really excited to step on stage and make you guys proud. Shout out to my client, Rochelle, who's also going to be hitting the stage. And again, I really appreciate all of your guys' support. I really appreciate those select few of you. You know who you are, who have been helping me, who've really had my back and have made this prep, honestly, like such a fantastic, great experience. So 
if you guys got value, if you guys are excited, if you guys are going to be cheering me on, yeah, maybe now I'm letting my ego get in the way. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story. I'm going to be hitting the stage May 20th, 2023, Saturday in Calgary, Alberta. And I appreciate you guys. Take a screenshot, tag me at Nifina, and I will see you guys in the next episode. I'll be back with Rochelle and we will be doing a post-show recap telling you guys all about the goods, all about the hair, the makeup, the shoes, the posing, everything that goes on. Who knows what's going to go down? Recapping our full peak week because right now, obviously, it is peak week, so it hasn't happened yet. And sharing Rochelle's journey from basically never being into fitness to hitting the stage. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life. 